The film and TV show is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Put that cookie down! Now! Hey, do you guys give up? Have you had enough pain? Never! Hello, good evening and welcome to the Film and TV Show with me, Richard S, and with Alex as well. Always. Always, yes. I don't leave, I'm just here all the time. <laughs> yes, yes you are. You apart well, from last week. Apart from last week. Yeah, but that's my fault because I just forgot my shit. Yeah. So, that's uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, we're doing Christmas. We mm. were going to do Dark Universe last week, but then it kind of just fell by the wayside. And in all honesty, I think we just kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we just didn't. So we're going to do Christmas because there's two weeks till Christmas. Christmas Eve is in two weeks today. Ugh. Oh, you're one of them, aren't you? Bah, humbug. Mm, you fucking ass. <laughs> it's Christmas, man. So, You'll understand when you've got kids. If I ever have kids. Well, yeah, there yeah. is that. Yeah, yeah, there is that. Um, but I wanted, to, uh, before we get into this, right, I need yeah. to, I need, it, it's relevant, okay? Okay. Um, it's relevant to, to the it? show and to, and to Christmas, but... <laughs> As you, as, no, right, no, no, look, bear with me. It's going to be some weird thing, like... No, 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 bear, bear with me on this one, right? So, you know I started a new job a little yeah. while ago, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so now I'm, I'm kind of settled in. Yeah. And I've started adding colleagues on LinkedIn. Okay, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, and, and one of them, they literally were ripping me today, by okay. the way. I have to say, they were ripping me. Um, saying that uh, superstar and all this, that, and the other, because they were asking about it. Oh, the radio show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mr. Hollywood. Uh, oh, <laughs> do you know what that's what it was like, right? But I said that I would give uh, I would give him a shout out um, okay. because he said he was going to listen in tonight. So if he is listening, then uh, thank you for ripping the shit out of me, Max. Today, uh, really appreciate that. Uh, hope you enjoy your shout out, Max Matlas. You can find him on LinkedIn. Go and harass him on LinkedIn, um, yeah, and uh, and obviously to, to his colleague Ben as well, who were mercilessly slaughtering me today uh, for having a radio show and uh, and all this, that and the other. So Keep yeah. up the good work, Max. Yeah, <laughs> fuck off. So, yeah, so thank you very much for that, Max. I appreciate being ripped to shreds. Uh, all good banter, though, all good office banter. But, yeah, so because, I, because I've been adding them, they were like, ooh, superstar, and it was, yeah, it's all good fun, but... Then, like, talking about Christmas, he was like, oh, give me a shout-out. I'm definitely going to listen. So if he is, then he'll know. <laughs> and when I go into work tomorrow, he will he will say so. Um, but Leeching off the power. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, well, that's what I am. Effectively, well, I'm the permanent leech. I'm like... Mm-hmm. No, it's all right. Sucking at the teat. <laughs> Sucking at the teat of power. That's all right. I wouldn't call it power. But, yeah. No. but anyway, I just We're had to do fame. that because, uh, because I said I would. And, yeah. So... Um, yeah. Moving on then, so Christmas, Home obviously Alone. Home Alone, and I, unfortunately most of the songs are Home Alone based today. John uh, Williams, always good. I literally kind of just took all the songs from Home Alone and stuck them together. Oh, there's uh, that but, 
Oh, the I know the one you're going to play. I know one you're definitely going to play, and it's the um, uh, something the bells. Uh, something uh, the bells. Yeah, it's going to be the one that he's has to run home and prepare his house just before they arrive. I think uh, maybe. There's maybe. The, I mean, uh, Home Alone is like an absolute epic, epic film. It's a quintessential Christmas film. I think probably have to yep. kind of go with. Um, but what I do want to do first is before we get into uh, um, quote unquote Christmas films, mm-hmm. Die Hard is an absolute oh stone cold God. fucking Christmas. Yeah, film. we covered this last year. <laughs> yes, I don't care. I agree with you. Good. There's no argument. There. I'm so glad because in the office today they were like, "No, it's not a Christmas film." It's like, "God damn it, it's a Christmas film." All right. Mm. Here's why: it's set at Christmas. Yeah. Done. That that is literally my argument. It's set at Christmas. It has a Christmas jumper in it, um, and it's just a brilliant film. Forgetting the fact that it was released in July. Um, Doesn't he say Merry Christmas to someone as well? Merry Christmas, Hans. Or yeah, 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 yeah. He says Merry Christmas so, uh, loads uh, of times. Yeah, but even the people at Sky agree. And ho and ho ho! Tesco, I've got a machine yeah, gun. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. agrees it's a Christmas film. It's Santa Sky, themed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're robbing to to give to themselves. They're not really giving to anybody apart no. from you know. But he's Santa. No, John McClane is Santa because he's punishing all the bad bad kids. Yeah, that's yeah, a, and saving all the good ones. That's a trippy, <laughs> trippy way. I'll write of a thesis at it. on it and publish it. Yeah, that's a trippy. But it is a Christmas film, and it's always on Sky Christmas. You will always find it in the Christmas DVD aisle in yep. Tesco's and in Asda and Sainsbury's and all the other supermarkets out there and shops and, and whatnot. So it is a bang-on Christmas film. Yeah. There is no two ways about it. That is exactly what it is. And I, I don't know where it was, but I think I, I read somewhere on uh, an article where, I think it was in The Guardian, fucking mm. what a surprise, that they were saying that the people that they polled said that it wasn't a Christmas film. Who did they poll? Remainers. Well... I mean, yeah. come on. The people that read The Guardian, though... Well, I'm yawning. Wow, that's Yeah, bad. you just... Uh, <laughs> you went straight into the radio. You just crack yeah, on um, with that, mate. No, but, like, even just mentioning The Guardian makes me sleepy. It's well, just such a bore. I could mention The Daily Mail. Or Daily, Daily or, Snail. Or the, or the Scum. Yeah. You know, but... They're all yeah. owned by the same person, aren't they? So is most of the media in this country. But yeah. anyway, we digress. Um, Not us, though. <laughs> no. We're free speech. We're free Bow speech. to the people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they, they polled people, and uh, I think it came out as a resounding, it is not a Christmas film. But Ugh. then it's Guardian readers. Yeah. So I kind of take it with a pinch of salt. That's kind of like saying um, people the- who used to read Nuts magazines think page three should be the best thing ever. It's kind of you are preaching to your demographic. Yeah. Let's let's take it into context, okay? I know that Bruce Willis has never actually come out and said that it was a Christmas film. There's a couple of people who were in the film said it's not, and some have said it is. The director's been very flaky about it and has kind of said, mm, well, it's up to interpretation and all this, that, and the other. Personally, I think it's a Christmas film, and I, I think it's one of the best Christmas films ever just because it's mm. got everything you want from a... From a decent film to watch at Christmas when the kids are in bed. Yeah. You've got, you know, you've got a, a hero cop and then you've got John McClane. Who's the same, yeah. No, 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 I'm talking about Al Pal. Oh. Hero oh cop, God. Al Pal. Okay, yeah, I guess. He is like 
the ultimate hero. Okay, then hey, you've except got except he shot a kid. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just going to put that out there. And it's not a good standard for all cops to be heroes. No, but, no, but uh, <laughs> gloss over that fact. Gloss over okay, it. Okay, okay, we're glossing okay, over we're that. We'll gloss over that. Sure. But you've got um, Alan Rickman as probably one of the best villains because he's so posh, but so... It's charismatic. Charismatic and so dastardly. And he's human as well. He's yeah, yeah. There's a lot of human elements where you can see he's like actually surprised at being like um thwarted on so many levels uh, by what is essentially just a beat cop yeah because he's is he a detective no he's just a standard no he's lapd yeah he's just an lapd cop isn't he? he's not a detective in that one it's the second one that he's a detective yeah because he gets he gets promoted after saving nakata we well, didn't save it he blows yeah, it up then, doesn't he let's be honest then he, in the fourth one he becomes a terminator <laughs> who can walk through like solid brick walls and not be injured yeah, yeah i've i've talked about die hard before like the first one is so amazing because it was at a time where like america wasn't afraid to see their heroes bleed on screen uh, and yeah. then everyone just had to be like unstoppable killing machines after uh 9-11 yeah because if you notice up to die hard 4.0 he he kind of bleeds i mean die hard 4.0 he does bleed in that but it's Oh, the the one in how was it Russia with his son? That yeah, was the one that was taking is the that, Mickey. Is that live live free and die hard? Was that the live working free, die hard? Yeah, was some, that the working title? I don't know. Some it's something, all I know is some it, bullshit. Yippee Kaye, Mother Russia was the like tagline. Mm. I was like, oh, just choked down the vomit a that, little that, bit. That's almost as bad as uh, the fate of the furious. Well, that was kind of a funny pun because it's F eight. F8 fate yeah but it's just shite isn't it Um, but anyway yeah he kind of doesn't bleed that much in there Die Hard 4.0 is where it stops but would you classify Die Hard 2 as a Christmas film then based on the fact that is it set at Christmas again yeah it is it's set in uh, In Detroit O'Hare Airport Mm, and it's Christmas Eve as well I would say it is a Christmas movie but Die Hard 2 is a bit crap compared to the first one wash your mouth out son Compared to the first one, I think they get it goes Die Hard is my favourite, Die Hard with a Vengeance, then Die Hard Two. Because I don't watch Die Hard Two. See, I like Die Hard Two. I don't know why, but I And I, it also has the dad from um Home Alone in it, doesn't it? John Heard. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So it's like, oh, I suppose it's definitely a Christmas movie if he's in it. Well there. he's in it, yeah. And at an airport no less, Home Alone Two. Yeah, yeah. But no, I I I I would say that Home Alone 2 is also a Christmas film because... Home it, Alone 2, yeah, definitely Home is Alone a Christmas 2, film. Die Hard 2. You're going to be thinking Home Alone, fuck. Uh, <laughs> Die Hard 2 because it's got snow in it as well. You know, Die Hard mm, 1 yeah. didn't really have snow in it. Did it, li- it had a little bit. It, a little it didn't bit. have a lot, whereas Die Hard 2 has, like, buckets of snow. It's literally, like, a snowed-out airport. So, yeah. and they've got snowmobiles in it as well. What more Christmassy do you need? I mean, elves and Santa, maybe. <laughs> Maybe presents and kids, but you know, hey, the Grinch doesn't have that, but that's still yeah, it does. Christmas film. It doesn't have Santa in it. Doesn't have Santa. It has presents. Doesn't kids, have elves. No. Doesn't have elves. Are they... So your point is mute. Whatever. It's a moo point. Whatever. <laughs> you. It's a moo point. Anyway, it is. <sighs> Die Hard is definitely, definitely a Christmas film. Yeah. Excellent. Home Alone then. Yeah, Let's that's talk a Home Christmas Alone. film. It yeah. is a Christmas film. Yes. Are we going to go through the list? But yes, Christmas film next. Yes, we should just go. Is it Christmas film? Christmas film or not Christmas film? 
Uh, no, Home Alone is it is probably John Hughes's second most famous film after well, Sixteen Candles. Oh well, yeah, yeah, that's not. I'd say. I'm just surprised because every time I watch it, the soundtrack is the bit that gets me. You know, I'm a big soundtrack fan yeah, anyway, yeah. especially a John Williams. But like, yeah, it's just incredibly scored for what is essentially. Uh, two of the same movies because they are they are exactly the same yeah home alone and home alone 2 are pretty much exactly the same movie but you are taking the devil child from his home and putting it in someone else's home oh i was i was watching it last night i was watching home alone 2 last night yeah it Uh, was on it was on the tv oh we watched on dvd but um I, i was i was watching it and thinking like there's a couple of things i want to write theories about one of which is what does kevin's dad uh, what does he do for work? He's got to be he's... like a gun smuggler or a drug yeah, dealer or he's... like head of a mafia. I was thinking um, some sort of a CIA, uh, highly paid CIA operative who has taught his son guerrilla warfare tactics or something because that's the only way to explain his advanced capabilities that Kevin has uh, and the like lethality that he employs in a lot of his traps as well because they're all like professional killing traps they're man oh, yeah. traps for, for what, what is he meant to be 10 years old 10 yeah, yeah. 10 he, years old and he can plan and uh do amazing diy in just one night <laughs> it's insane he's like a reverse santa and he's got lethal accuracy with bricks i'm just saying lethal yeah well i mean you've got to like let, let's take let's take both films okay let's take what he does to both um marvin harry okay who by the way and I did put it on Facebook not so long ago. Joe Pesci, 75. Yeah. How the fuck is he 75? That's ridiculous. Well, he was old to begin with. He were, I, I didn't think he was that old, though. Yeah, I mean, it's he's weird. 75 years old. Like, That's. It was last year that I read something that Macaulay Culkin was the same age as the guy that played Marv, the tall one. Yeah. Um, he is now. Yeah, now. Yeah, like... 38 something like that yeah so it's it's pretty weird to think that he could be playing the villain i think they they ought to do that see that'd be great if he's so down on his luck his parents have disowned him buzzers taken off of his missus buzz. or whatever <laughs> buzz <laughs> oh, oh good dear. old buzz but yeah let's let's look at let's look Trap at both sniffer <laughs> oh dear yeah let, let, let's just look at what he does to both harry and marv okay so in the first one you have got the ice on the steps yep. would break your back. No question. You've then got the red hot yep, door, red handle, door handle, which is very, very good that in the second one, he's still got it in on his, he's got it yep. burnt on his hand, which is a you, nice little touch. You've got the iron that falls on his head from like a couple of stories up. Yep, you've got the, he Nail. slips down, slips down the stairs to the cellar as well, by the way. Oh yeah, slips down the stairs. Steps on the, um, oh. the nail, which is in, hidden in the like uh, felt yep. flooring on the stair. Um, you've then got the paint. Well, no, you've got the um, coming through the window on the baubles. You've then got the cars on the floor, which they slip over. Yep. You've got the um, feathers. Uh, well, you've got the feathers and the glue, which cover him. You've got the blowtorch. No, I think the blowtorch is the second one. Is it? Yeah. No, no, no. He gets blowtorch in the first one as well. Um, yeah, because he, he runs out and sticks, he runs his, head out and sticks his head in the snow. So and he gets then blow the next in the first. In the toilet. Yep. Okay, yeah. Which is full of gasoline. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll get to that in a minute. So then you've got the paint cans. Yep. Then you've got the trip wire. And you've got this tarantula. Uh, the tarantula and the um, crowbar to the chest. Well, that's their own doing. Did you yeah. know, right, that 
that scene is done you, silently. Is done silently. And they dub in the screen because the screen would have uh, caused the tarantula yeah, to attack. And it's a and it's his real scream. They really yeah. actually did that to um, for authenticity. So the scream you hear whilst still dubbed over um, Marv screaming is actually Marv screaming at the sight of the tarantula. Yeah, which is both horrific and amazing in equal measures. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then uh, so then you've got the uh, the, rope. the rope over the uh, gap. Uh, yeah. yeah, which then crashes, and then you've got the shovels from yes. from the guy that chops up children and puts them in the salt bin. Yeah. So you've got all of that in the first one, okay? And they pretty come out pretty much unscathed, apart well, from a burnt head um, and burnt an hand. iron and an iron face, an iron shape on his face. Plus, you've got like the the, the hand. Yeah. Uh, and then and the missing tooth. And the missing tooth. Yeah, but that's from the paint cans, isn't it? The gold mm. tooth. The gold tooth, yeah. Um, then you've got in the second one, you've got the floorboards being done. You've got the nail gun. You've got the broken um, stepladder with the grease on it. You've, you've got, got the cement bag. You've got the cement bag. You've got the dodgy thing that he puts up to actually do to climb up there. Yep. After that, you've got the tool chest coming down the stairs. You've got the kerosene-soaked... Um, rope. rope. The you've bricks. Got the bricks. And yeah. you've got the fl- uh, blowtorch oh, again. Blowtorch again. You've got the electric, the, the the shock, which is probably the electric most. Shock. It's the most hilarious scene <laughs> in a film where so he's just screaming. Scr- yeah, but it, yeah, but it's just so funny. I yeah. can't help. Every time I see that scene, I literally almost pee a little because it's <laughs> so funny. Because he just goes from shaking, his hair goes up, and then he turns into a really dodgy looking skeleton. skeleton. <laughs> it's so funny. But when you uh, you then got that you then got the um, the seesaw with the paint coming yep. down when they fall down uh, from the burning rope. You've even got before that just as they exit the toy store. You've got the um, the balance beam that goes onto the car roof. Yes, when he's launched up. Yep, you have. You've then got the same outside of Duncan's toy chest, which is actually Hamley's on Fifth Avenue, which is nice, nice little touch there. You got the beads on the pavement as well, where they slip. Yep. You've got the bird away. seed from the uh, crazy bird lady. Apparently, that's another um, Marv, the actor, uh, is afraid of birds, and so when he's screaming, that's his actual scream at being covered in birds. Really? Yeah. Because he nice. hates them. I suppose following on the same theme from the first one, that's yeah. kind of <laughs> yeah. Because they would uh, apparently, I think they were told something like there would only be a few birds. There's like hundreds. Uh, there's hundreds, and yeah. he just starts screaming so it loud. Is, it, it is hilarious. It, it is brilliant. So with all of that brutality, okay. Bearing in mind, this kid is in the first one in his own home. So okay, he knows the strengths of his own home. Yeah, you know, it's a big ass home. You can pretty much do what you like. You've got. Uh, don't forget the. Uh, uh, pellet guns as well. Oh yeah, the shooting Marv in the nuts and then shooting and the, hello, <laughs> and then shooting him in the forehead. Yep, let's not forget that. So, <laughs> oh, so yeah, he has to be some sort of his dad have to be some sort of CIA super yeah, hero or whatever. Maybe his son just showed a little interest and he thought, you know, it'll be okay. I'll just teach him a little bit. Like this is this is how you can plan ahead. This is how you prepare. Is how you make an effective floor plan of how to kill hundreds but, of people. But literally, he has a floor plan. Now, where did he get that? He didn't just... I'm, I'm sorry. He didn't just draw that blueprint. He did. He did, because it's in Child's writing. Like, no, he drew over it, but the main blueprint 
is an actual proper blueprint. Yeah. There's no way they would just happen to have that lying around. I'm sorry. You, you, you never know what his dad's got in his drawers. But then, but then he goes to a derelict house in a strange city. Well, it's his uncle's house. and Yeah, but he's never been there because he has to look for directions to get there. So he's never been there. No. But, but breaks in anyway. Brilliant. Breaking and entering. Doesn't matter if it's family or not. Breaks into a <laughs> renovated home. Or renovate in the process of being renovated because yeah, the floor's but, missing. Yeah. Uh, but, but still, he breaks into a house. Yeah. Sets booby traps for some unwitting saps. I'm wondering what happens when the uncle gets home from Paris. Yeah. <laughs> and he just, like, whoa, it's and like, dies. Hang on a minute. What what the hell's happened to my house? Because his house is literally trashed. The outside is, I mean, the doors you, you, don't see, you don't see the kerosene rope go out. That's oh man, yeah, it could potentially just be a, burning a the house down. Plus, you've got all that flammable paint as well. Yep. Uh, all the outside is covered in in that paint, which you can only and varnish. Assume. I would guess it's like varnish. It's as got well. to be lead based paint because it's all outside being used for the wall. So it's going to be some sort of lead based paint. So <laughs> we're analysing Home Alone way too much. Yeah, here. but uh, yeah, but this is what critics do for yeah. other films. Yeah, I suppose. So you just have to kind of think, well, property damage. Yeah, I worked out um, in terms of inflation and everything. The current price of the room service that Kevin orders. Oh yeah, uh, was it? It's six hundred dollars, wasn't it? It, it was, was nine hundred fifty-seven, uh, sixty-seven dollars on room service. Yeah, yeah. which in today uh, would be in British pounds one thousand three hundred sixty-seven pounds on ice cream and sweets. Yeah, but Shit. it is in the Plaza Hotel, so there would probably be pretty extravagant. A scoop prices. of ice cream is probably like six quid. Yeah. Maybe, maybe more than that. But, but yeah, that's a lot of like... And he was only in there for a couple of days. Yeah, he wasn't in there long, was he? <laughs> no. But then, you know, then you look at... Let, let's analyse the, the parents. Yeah, yeah, they live a lavish lifestyle. They do live a lavish lifestyle, but they are like... They are like the um, the McCanns, aren't they? Let's be honest. They, they mean, literally. I mean, he doesn't die or anything, but they maybe literally the McCanns leave should him. check the Rockefeller Center <laughs> yeah, just to see if Maddie's there. Um, but no, they are terrible, terrible parents. Yeah, and yet they they make a joke in the second one that they've never lost their luggage. luggage yeah, and, and they just knock think, on wood as well. It's that's great. like <laughs> that is just terrible. There is, I mean, they are the worst parents. In well, I know not in the world because you've got Kate and Jerry McCann, but they are the second worst parents in the world. I think there are worse parents than Kate and Jerry McCann, depending on your theories about them. But let's not get uh, no, let's not get into that. Get into that. But but I mean, Kevin McAllister's parents are terrible parents. Yep, they are yeah. terrible, terrible parents. Not so much in the second one because he does kind of have to put his batteries into his little recorder thing before getting on the plane, which isn't necessary but, no it's uh, not necessary and it's his own fault for for being a small little brat by having all the latest stuff yeah but then that's down to the parents yep you know and they should have just said no wait until we get on the plane dipshit <laughs> well yeah depending on you trust your me as a parent a mate kid. as a parent <laughs> trust me that's what would happen um <laughs> that's what Jesus. you were doing and you'd grab them by the arm like come on we're gonna be late yeah so but they are they are terrible parents, mm-hmm. and you know the fact that they weren't locked up for the first one 
is an absolute travesty. Then they do it again the following year. Yeah. You'd definitely think that at that point there'd be some, like, social services visits. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've got, like, ten kids. <clears throat> well, you'd think after the first one especially as well with with um, Kevin, he would have had to have gone in... like, And this is only set a year after. Like, it's the very next year that they lose him again. Yeah. And you would think from that point of being trapped in a house with burglars, he would have had to have had serious counselling. Like, serious, uh, like, personal counsellors to help him get over that sort of traumatizing experience either that or he's a psychopath and actually really enjoyed it no 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 he'd be more sociopathic Socio, well he'd be more sociopathic than psychopathic. He, he did love it though because he was yeah, like you give up or you're thirsty for more yeah yeah but i think he's probably more sociopathic than psychopathic mm. when when you look at the behaviors he yeah. doesn't show any emotion for hurting them Leave us a comment or something on yeah. this episode if you're like a, a psychologist and have analysed Kevin McAllister. Yeah, we would that love. That would be awesome. We would love to know that. And if but, you haven't done that, someone psychoanalyze yeah, him. Psychoanalyze the character in the first two films of Home Alone and let us know what you think he is. And I, I will put it out to Twitter as well. Was it uh, 1992 and 94? Uh, something was... like that. It was early 90s. Yeah. And yet, isn't it strange that they still hold up so well? Yeah, it's awesome. And then there's the Donald Trump cameo. In and he actually looks normal. Oh, if you search for it on Wikipedia as well, Home Alone 2, it's not um, uh, Macaulay Culkin that comes up as number one on Home Alone 2 anymore. It's Donald Trump. Really? Yeah. He's in it for like 10 seconds. Yeah. Not even that. Yeah. Um, one of the stipulations of using the Plaza Hotel for any movie uh, during that period was that Donald Trump had to make a cameo in the movie at some point. Why? Did he own the plaza? Yeah. Did he really? Yeah, it's the Trump Plaza Hotel. Damn, didn't know that. Yeah. I just thought it was the Plaza Hotel. No, it's it's one of his. And that's what he gets to do. And now he's... And now he's president. <laughs> and he's orange. He looks so normal in that film. And, like, ridiculously young as well. Now he Kind just, of. He, just, he still looked like an old dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he is an old dude. He was probably 40 and 40 or 50 in that. Yeah. He's now, what, 75, 76? Self-made millionaire. Started with a million. <laughs> Started with a million. Yeah. Yeah. If he just kept it, then that makes him still a millionaire. But anyway, yeah. Anyway. But I, I didn't know that. I did not know that the yeah. plaza was owned by Donald Trump. Yeah. So there you go. Another little tidbit of uh, helpful information. So, um, so yeah. yeah. But I, I do think that... Um, that Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2 probably are the most enjoyable mm-hmm. for nowadays for an adult to watch. Yeah, I mean, I, I really love... There are so many Christmas movies that I do really love, and we, we will get there, but, um, you know, we've still got next week to go as well. So, yeah. you know, we are doing Christmas again next week. So, because it's... It's only, Christmas. <laughs> it's because only going to be one more one more week till Christmas next week. But, um, but yeah, it's... For me, as an adult, it's so enjoyable to sit and watch it again and just think, how much is the mortgage on that house? <laughs> think of all the yeah. electricity bill. Yeah. I mean, who the hell orders two pizzas for like 30 bucks? Yeah, he does, doesn't he? And the he? pizza delivery guy knocks over the bloody statue. statue. How is that not broken? I mean, well, I, it I, sounds I, like solid metal. Yeah, but I don't care. It's still going to break in some way, shape, or form because he hits it with some. Then the uh, transporters in Home Alone Two hit it as well. The yep. taxi, well, like the the van yeah, taxi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but who the... can afford a trip to Miami? 
from uh, I think they're in like I don't know where they I are. I don't know where they're they like are. mid they're mid middle America, I would yeah. think. And they go to Miami with fourteen people. And Granted they f- it's and, coach. And the but... adult yeah, but the adults fly first class. Oh, they do, don't they? The adults fly first class and the kids sit in coach because there's great parents in there. See you later, kids. You can fuck off at the back. We're going to sit in plush lifestyle at the front because we've I, earned it. I know they were late to their plane, but you would not th- You would think that even before putting your seatbelts on, you would at least check that the youngest are in their seats. Yeah. Not like just go, okay, we we guess they're all here. Like, Let's sit down and, and relax. Yeah, let's just sit down and relax. But anyway... It is what it is. Really? So um, we'll play a little bit of music and uh, and then we'll be back. Merry Christmas. Concierge, sir. I knew it was you. I could smell you getting off the elevator. You was here last night, too, wasn't you? Yes, sir. <coughs> I was. You was here. And you were smooching with my brother. <laughs> I'm afraid you're mistaken, sir. Don't give me that. You've been smooching with everybody. Snuffy, Al, Leo, little Mo with the gimpy leg. Cheeks, 
Bony Bob? Cliff? <gasps> no, it's a lie. I could go on forever, baby. I'm terribly sorry, sir, but I'm afraid you're mistaken. We are looking for a young man. All right. I believe you. But my Tommy gun don't. Get down on your knees and tell me you love me. I love you. You gotta do better than that. I, I love, love you. you. Maybe I'm off my hinges, but I believe you. That's why I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna give you to the count of three to get your lousy, lying, low-down, four-flushing carcass out my door. One, two... Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. And a happy new year. The Film and TV Show with Richard S. Only on Heroin Community Radio. May I welcome you to Christmas Morning! It's in the singing of a street corner choir It's going home and getting warm by the fire It's true wherever you find love It feels like Christmas A cup of kindness that we share with another A sweet reunion with a friend or a brother In all the places you find love It feels like Christmas It is the season of the heart A special time of caring The ways of love made clear It is the season of the spirit The message, if we hear it Is make it last all year It's in the giving of a gift to another A pair of mittens that were made by your mother It's all the ways that we show love that feel like Christmas. A part of childhood will always remember. It is the summer of the soul in December. Yes, when you do your best for love, it feels like Christmas. It is the season of the heart. A special time of caring. The ways of love make clear. Singing of a street corner choir It's going home and getting warm by the fire It's true wherever you find love It feels like Christmas It's true wherever you find love It feels like Christmas It feels like Christmas
See, for a dude that hates Christmas, man, you were singing along to the Muppets yeah, like and the Muppets. to the other song. <laughs> it don't you matter were singing if along... it's the Muppets. Christmas Carol or Treasure Island. No. I love them both. You were also dancing to the Cool Jerker as well. Yeah, but that's because, you know, it, it's Home Alone. Well, it's like, funny. Yeah. It is funny. Um, yeah, so we were we were saying during the break that, um, that uh, when it comes to sort of the uh, the quotes from Home Alone, especially the, uh, the angels with uh, even dirtier faces, I believe that one was called. An- angels with even filthier souls. Filthier souls, that's it. And that guy is John Hughes' dad. Oh. Yeah, that's, cool. that's John Hughes' dad that does that. How cool is that? And they were actually done just specifically for that movie. For that movie. Yeah. They don't, those films do not exist. Um, much to the dismay of thousands and hundreds of thousands of people they would be cool if they came back like now and did it like an actual... how awesome would that be yeah. though anyway so uh you were also looking for um, unconventional christmas unconventional movies. christmas films and this obviously oh this obviously falls onto uh onto the die hard yeah quandary um, that we had both die hard make an appearance and home alone uh, but not at the top spots okay but they're not unconventional christmas films not really well they're unconventional in the fact that it's not like Elf, where it's centred around Christmas. It's just that Christmas is in the movies as a prominent theme. Yeah, but he's not even an elf. Yeah, it, I know, but it's still Santa Claus is in that movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Though. I know what you mean, yeah. So, you want to know... The, uh, should I go from bottom to top? No, go, think... go do the top ten most top unconventional. 10. Okay. So, number one. No, do number ten. Oh, you want number ten? Damn it, okay. Go from number uh, 10 to number 1 to the most unconventional. Okay, so at number 10, Iron Man 3. What? It has a, it's set at Christmas, uh, just the same as um, as Die Hard. Uh, I didn't even know that it was. Okay. <laughs> uh, but apparently, yeah, it's set at Christmas time. Um, uh, it's meant to make a reckoning of his sins as the Christmas coward that he is whatever uh, yeah, um, okay number nine we'll move on swiftly yeah uh, gremlins that's christmas gremlins is a christmas film yeah absolutely is a christmas film because it's set the, at christmas even the gremlins do carol singing well yeah because the mole uh the uh, mogwai is um is a christmas gift yeah so okay but it's not really un- it's not unconventional I, I kind of see that it is a christmas film both of them actually uh batman returns set at christmas um <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's snowing in it as well. It's a lot of snow. Okay. Yeah. This next one, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm with you on. It's, it's Goodfellas. No. They have Christmas drinks, and that's it. Oh, piss off. Okay. Uh, six eyes wide shut. Didn't even. I've not even seen that in like years. Isn't that like Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman before they got divorced? Kidman. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Um. Number five, Edward Scissorhands. Oh yeah, I can see that. Yeah, Christmas film. Okay. Number four, Die Hard, obviously. Obviously. Uh, number three, Die Hard 2, Woo-hoo! Die Harder. Yep. Uh, and then number two, uh, no, we did three, that was Die Hard 2. Yeah. Uh, and now number two is Home Alone. It's not an unconventional Christmas film, though. It's a Christmas film. Yep. Right? yep. Okay. Number one, American Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's set at Christmas, yeah, because he's um, releasing his, his tension after working hard. Said, sure, the Christmas moments in the film may be brief, but it's cert- certainly worth being called a holiday film when you get to see a psychotic Patrick Bateman uh, covering for mistaken identities, drinking champagne served by an elf while he wears reindeer antlers. 
Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> you can't. <laughs> yeah, man. I know. I know. Were they, were they polled by Guardian readers? I don't know. Just, just because. I mean, Home Alone is absolutely a Christmas film. There's no unconventional Christmas film about it. It is a Christmas mm. film. End of. They had um, some good ones. That's like saying Santa Claus the movie isn't a Christmas film or is an unconventional Christmas film. Rocky Four was set at Christmas. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 it's a Christmas film. Yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas, but everyone yeah, knows everyone that. Yeah, everyone knows that. One I didn't know, uh, and one that was not really much of a uh, one that I paid attention to, one that I didn't know, Lethal Weapon, set at Christmas, the original one. Yeah, yeah, it was actually, that's not a bad shout. And then Harry Potter, but that's sort of obvious because they go home for Christmas, but Harry Potter's the only one, I think, that stays around or something. Because he's got no parents. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> how to insult a lot of people that don't have parents. No, it's Harry Potter, but he does because he's got his uncle. Yeah, but they're weird and abusive and creepy. Are they abusive, though? Well, the uncle I mean, I know that, is. I know... Yeah, but I don't think his aunt is. His no. cousin definitely is. His cousin's a dick. <laughs> Straight up dick. He is, but yeah. I don't think his aunt... I mean, you don't really see much of her anyway. In the books, it's explained a lot more that the auntie is a bit nicer. Yeah, like, I was going to say. Still not great, but... A lot nicer because yeah. she's actually. I mean, I've got serious issues with the whole Harry Potter franchise anyway. Yeah, not because it's written by J.K. Rowling, but just in general. In general, yeah. Um, there's so many best parts. Gary Oldman. Yeah, worst parts. Harry mm, Potter. Pretty much everything else. <laughs> uh, no, Ray Fiennes is amazing though. Yeah, Ray Fiennes. Love is good. Ray Fiennes. Timothy Spall. Yeah, very good. Very, um, very good. The guy that plays Professor Lupin is really good as well. Yeah, he plays the... Um, he it's plays, really weird. He plays... He, I was watching Wonder Woman again. Yeah, he just plays going off topic, He plays... Um, Ares. Ares, yeah. Yeah, that was... Spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I haven't Whoops. seen Wonder Woman. Oops. <laughs> yeah, I was getting that for Christmas. <laughs> it's like, oh. How bad. be you then. Um, yeah, so, um, moving on then. So, Derp. other Christmas films... That, are, mm-hmm. that, that for me are kind of a quintessential viewing Santa Claus the movie okay. is that with Tim Allen? no with Dudley Moore and um, uh, the guy from Third Rock from the Sun John Lithgow plays BZ from BZ Toys it's it, it's an old old film like really mm. old and sadly the, the guy who played Santa David um, I want to say Hutchinson but I don't think that's right he he passed away last year. Um, yeah. He was like my Santa Claus. Like honestly, it is a great film. It's a I think it's nineteen eighty five. Mm. The film um, with the late Dudley Moore in it as well, and it's just brilliant. It, it's just a, such a feel good film, but it's also got elements that are even true now with scrupulous toy manufacturers and mm. you know everyone trying to make a quick buck by exploiting Christmas for for the commercialism and and, and for making um, basically making people buy stuff they probably don't need or giving them something that they don't really need. Do you remember the uh the movie with Robin Williams called Toys, I think. Yeah. And great it had, film. Didn't it have like Cuba Gooding Jr. or LL Cool J in it? I something? think it was Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. I don't think it was LL Super, Cool J. It was one of them. And that was really kind of trippy i wouldn't say it's a christmas movie i don't even no. know when it's set 
or if it's set in reality. See, when I watch really that, abstract. for some reason, it always reminds me of Toy Soldiers. Yeah. Completely different films, but still but reminds me of it. It's kind of like the toys had, like, uh, were sentient at some point yeah. in the film. It's kind of creepy. Yeah, but um, but yeah, Santa Claus, the, the movie, the, it's an absolute classic. You can buy it. I saw it tonight in Tesco's, mm. in, in their Christmas art. It's like... I think they're on the the two for eight quid or something. Yeah. If you have never ever seen it, it's really really old, but it's so fantastic. It's it is a such a great Christmas film, mm. and it really focuses on the you know the the want of um, Dudley Moore's character Patch, who's an elf, to try and make good with Santa and prove that he is worthy of being head elf and worthy of being his chief toy maker and and it's great it's it's such for kids watching it it's such a great way of teaching them about perseverance and that it's okay to make a mistake and that you should never really um walk away when you make a mistake you should turn and face it and uh not get exploited by a cigar smoking narcissist Mm-hmm. Um, who basically wants to use you to make a quick buck and have uh, Christmas 2, as he calls it. It's, it's brilliant. <laughs> um, it, it, it's a great, great film. Uh, not to be confused with The Santa with Claus, the Santa Claus oh, which is Tim a Allen. Tim oh. Allen film. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh God, Home Improvements, what a great film, great TV show that was. No, it's not to be confused with that. Uh, the oh. Santa Claus <laughs> is is also a very, very good film. Very, very funny film. Um, cheesy. It's but, well cheesy. Yeah, super yeah. cheesy. It's got, um, it's got, obviously, it's got Tim Allen in it. You've got Judge Reinhold as well. It's also kind of weird when you look at it from, like, from, again, from an analytical standpoint. Because they are reinforcing to this kid, like, Santa doesn't exist. Yeah. And then... The father is basically perpetuating the lie, going, "No, no, no! Don't, don't believe him. He, he really does exist." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like outside of that movie, that's really messed up because it makes the kid out to be a liar to everyone else. Yeah, and it also makes it also makes the kid seem proper crazy. Yeah, because he has to substantiate the fact that Santa is a a real person and b his dad. Yeah, it's like and and probably it's no more prominent than in the santa claus 2 the mrs claus um where he has to i know i know you just can't where he has to get married and he has 28 days to find a wife yeah and uh apart from the absolute logistical nightmare of actually a finding a woman crazy enough to marry him when he looks half santa half like he's already eaten 10 christmas dinners yeah uh, he looks rough as arses. It's the Coca-Cola Santa. And the fact that she doesn't even question that he goes from being fat, white, bearded guy to slim, Tim no Allen. beard, literally in what, two weeks? Yeah, it's proper creepy. I mean... And then he goes back to being big old Santa. Yeah. And, you know, she marries... I mean, she marries him after less than a month, <laughs> okay? They barely know each other. He barely knows her. So she, weird. It's... It's literally like... What not to do, kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are never going to find someone. Oh, if you well, do, I say, run I say away. Never, let, let's, let's be honest. <laughs> there are people out there who are together with someone for a couple of weeks and get married. And they live happy life lives together. Yeah. You know, who is to say? But in the interest of being 
uh, rational yeah. and taking it out of context in a very small percentage, that doesn't ever happen. And surely she would be both freaked out and absolutely mind-boggled when she gets picked up by the tooth fairy and carried to the North Pole. Now, don't even get me started on that bit because the North Pole from where they live is a long-ass fucking way. Okay, mm-hmm. It is a long, long way, mm-hmm. right? Are you telling We're me... talking magic here, though, but yeah, yeah continue. <laughs> it's cold. Like, yeah. they don't even have... This is magic. We're bringing it back to the, my, I don't my reason for everything will be care. it's magic. I don't care. It's just whatever. Anyway. Oh, another great movie that I haven't even mentioned. Uh, I think it's called Guardians. It's with Jack Frost, um, played yes. by Chris Pine. Yes, 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 yes. That's yes. a good movie. That has Santa Claus in it. That's a Christmas movie. Yeah, that is a Christmas movie. That's also a very... has like Easter Bunny and stuff, but yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That is actually a good. I'm getting that probably getting that confused with the uh, the other Guardians film. Guardians of the Galaxy, not of the Galaxy. The one with the owls. <laughs> oh, Guardians of Gahul. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with the owls. Uh, yeah, but no, you're right. The, uh, that's uh, that is a good Christmas film. That's mm. a good one for kids to watch. Um, my ultimate fave. One of my ultimate favorites. If I had to pick five favorites, this film would be. Oh, probably number one or number two, Polar Express. Oh, Tom oh, Hanks. Screw CGI. you, man. Ugh. Oh, screw you. Come on, man. It is a great film. If not the top, it's The Grinch with uh, Jim Carrey. Now, that is a great film. That's I so do... good. So good. He, he is, um, yeah, he's very, very good. He, I, I saw an interview actually um, when I was just randomly flicking through YouTube. I bet it's about the same sort of thing that I was. And he said it took like eight months yeah uh, sorry eight eight hours to get everything and he had to on. talk to a cia interrogator on how to survive on how to survive getting yeah. it done yeah and, and he'd he, stab himself in the leg with stuff and like or he'd get, get people to come and hit him around the head randomly. or yeah, yeah yeah he had it was a navy seal it wasn't cia it was navy oh, yeah, seal navy seal it was a navy seal to come and teach him how to how to kind of S- do it because he would it take him eight hours to get doled up and then he would film for 10 hours mm. That's 18 hours. It's so good. Like, looking back on it, he did such a good job. Oh, yeah, it was it was absolutely brilliant. And it was um, probably one of the funniest films that you'll watch. Because it is, I mean, it's so quotable. And you hear a lot of, I mean, now, you know, with the power of Facebook and oh, yeah, Twitter and everything, you've got all the memes with, you know, hate, hate, loathe, undeniably, or uh, let me check my calendar. Uh, I'm having a bath or I can't do that or dinner with I'm, me I can't cancel it yeah, again staring in the immortal abyss <laughs> yeah it, it's it, it's good how it kind of portrays the two types of people at Christmas because mm. and much like Elf does as well yep. and Elf is exactly the same Elf I'm on the James Kahn side of things in terms of Christmas <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the one that's like mouthing not singing along yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, see, when you when when you talk about Christmas films, uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, Elf is probably the most popular film. Yeah. I think yeah. with a lot of people, which is which is a little bit bizarre. I mean, I know we've just glazed over um, my favourite and gone straight over to The Grinch, but we'll talk Polar Express next week. Polar um, Express. 
<laughs> shut up, man. Uh, and we'll we'll, we'll look no, a bit I'm more on radio. At, I can't we'll, shut up. <laughs> we'll, we'll look a bit more at the Grinch as well. But Elf is undeniably probably the um, the king of Christmas films hmm. because it's. I don't even know why. I mean, I I'm not a Will Ferrell fan. I'm just I'm mm-hmm. just not. I'm not a Will Ferrell fan. I find him very samey, very um very bland. He's I, I mean, quite like him and but I do think he's <laughs> like that movie Elf is like o- OTT at some point. But that's what makes it so great from an adult's perspective. It's like holy crap, this guy this guy has serious issues. Yeah. Okay. Like he has serious, serious issues. I think it's because it, like, he does come across as such a child. Yeah. Like, and, but then and that's it's the, not even like, you know, like, f- sort of. Well, it is funny, obviously, but it's it's yeah. just the authenticity he plays it as a child. Yeah. I mean, he's he is scarily good at that. But in the world of 2018, mm-hmm. thinking rationally now, and because we're in 2018. He would probably be um, taken somewhere to be analysed mm. and to be um, labelled. Yep. Um, which is which? When you look at it that Certainly way, there's is, some psychopathy there. <laughs> but but isn't that sad? When we're looking at a Christmas film, a lovable Christmas film, we're thinking, well, it's 2018. He would totally. Well, be... you, you look at anything nowadays, and people are like backtracking it. They're saying that. J.M. Barry, the person that did Peter Pan, was a uh, you know uh, only writing those stories to attract children, uh, and it's just like okay, like like what? Why does it? Why does that even have to have been brought up? Yeah, why do people even need to comment? You know, I'm only saying it for point of reference mm. that that is where we live in now. You can't. Oh, I guarantee you, there's somebody out there. Watching Elf, thinking, "Oh, hang on a minute, he might be a little bit of this and a little bit," and you just think, oh "My God, just enjoy it for what it is." And it is mm. it quintessentially. Uh, when you look at it unobjectively, it's a masterpiece. I also think there's a serious innocence. Well, there's an innocence to that film, but that's what makes it so good is that mm. there is such a childlike innocence to it, and ironically, it comes from Will Ferrell. But that is part of the charm it's only reinforced by the rest of the cast James Kahn the woman with the squeaky voice who plays his wife uh, I can't remember what her name is but, oh yeah I know I know who you mean but oh. she plays Clara in Back to the Future 3 oh yeah just throw that out there yeah she plays Clara in Back to the Future 3 um, and even Zoe 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 Zoe, Zoe Deschanel is it Zoe Zoe I think it's just Zoe whatever Spelled the, the Chanel like a couple of extra yeah. O's but she but even she reinforces that, which is great mm. because it is that that overall happy Christmas feel, and rightly so. Elf is probably the most popular Christmas film in the modern era. I mm. think. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't ever uh, d- disagree to it, to be honest, because it, even as a grown adult, I still enjoy watching Elf. It's you know, yeah. it's fun. I mean, I, there's nothing more than I like just sitting down with my boys. And and just watching it with them and just watching them because they love it, they love mm. Elf. Like, have you ever done the spaghetti with the, the maple syrup? For no, them? but I would love to give that a bash. You should try it, like because it will instantly turn your kids away from sweets. <laughs> <laughs> but it is crazy, you know. And he actually ate that stuff as well. He actually did yeah. it. 
Yeah. It's like I'm surprised you didn't get diabetes from that one plate. I mean, that's just that is that is like diabetes on a plate, isn't it? Let's yeah. be honest. It was shocking. It's just but, the fact that it's spaghetti bolognese and he puts like maple syrup all over it. Um, yeah, and chocolate and. I think he breaks up like a Pop-Tart over it as well. Yeah, it's a chocolate Pop-Tart. That's one thing I miss in this country, Pop-Tarts. You can get them at Tesco's, mate. Yeah, but they're well expensive now. Trademark. (laughs) They're well expensive now. Brought to you by Tesco's. No, 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 let's not. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's it's so so quotable as well because it's so... It is so innocent. There is so much about the, the character that kids can... That they can really sort of... You, you know what so it's what? like? It's the opposite to Bad Santa. Because Bad Santa is like a corruption of everything Christmas. Yeah, that's It's like true. the worst. I, I honestly think it's intentionally supposed to be like the worst Christmas movie. Because it's just centered around a narcissist and like it's vile. And it's kind of grimy almost. Yeah. Whereas Elf is everything on the polar opposite side of the spectrum. Where uh, it's all innocent and fluffy and kid friendly, and I mean, you only and have still to, really funny. Yeah, I mean, for the innocence of it as well, you've got when you know you've got the Santa telling him, you know, if you see if you see yellow snow, don't lick it. Yeah. If you see chewing gum on the sidewalk, don't, don't pick it up. It's not free gum. It's not free gum. Um, <laughs> you know, if you see if you see a yellow metal thing, don't stand in front of it. Yeah. You, you know, it, it's those sort of things that you would tell a child, and and that's what. I think children buy into is is they they can totally see that innocence from him and that's the sort of innocence that they have uh kind of an uncorruptible innocence because you've got you know you've got everyone telling him that he's that he's crazy and that he's mm-hmm. this you know he's not an elf and this that and the other and yet he shows remarkable speed when he's throwing them snowballs like literally yeah machine gun. no human could ever do that it's literally like a machine gun of snowballs and then when he's building that christmas den yeah like in one night he puts kevin McAllister to shame with his yeah yeah creativity and 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 then you've got the um productivity as well you've got fixing the sleigh you've got Mm -hmm. the uh the 20 hour the 20 minutes sleep before making the rocking horse it's just like i've got a full 20 minutes sleep it's like what yeah that's freaky (laughs) Yeah, I mean it. It is. It is everything innocent, and it's and it's everything cheesy that's Christmassy. I think for for Elf from from that perspective, well, I it's, think it's immortalised the line, "Buddy the Elf, what's your favourite colour?" Oh, which was right at the very beginning of the yeah. show as well. By the way, just yeah. have to say, um, and it is. You know, the amount of times that I would be tempted to pick up the phone and say, "Buddy the Elf, what's your favourite colour?" Yeah, especially hey. when you're in an office that's not yours, and you're like, mm, "Yeah, must refrain." Yeah, that would be awesome. I, I think if I did that in my job, I would be probably get sacked. Yeah. All people around me would be like, huh? Psychopath. <laughs> Nutcase. Yeah, no, it's not something that I would do. But anyway, I digress. Um, that brings us to the end of this show, uh, Christmas Part 1. So just to recap, Die Hard, definitely a Christmas film. Same with Die Hard 2. Uh, Kevin McAllister's parents. Bad. World's worst parents. Kevin yeah. McAllister. Sociopath or psychopath? You decide. You decide. <laughs> um, elf, quintessentially Christmassy. Yeah. Uh, Santa so Claus. Is a, so is Gremlins and, and Gremlins and uh, American Psycho apparently as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, not that one. Don't no. don't watch that with no, the kids. No, no, that's no, for no, sure. no, no. 
Definitely don't. Um, yeah, so uh, so that brings us, as I said, to the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Next week we are doing Christmas Part 2. And again, we'll be going through some of the most popular Christmas films as well as looking at some of the not-so-popular Christmas films and kind of where... Like Polar Express. <laughs> shut, no. No. Zing. <laughs> no. And on and taking the immortal words from Jeremy Clarkson uh, and on that bombshell... See you next week. This is it. No turning back. Another Christmas in the trenches. The Film and TV Show with Richard S. Only on Heroin Community Radio.